Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Hey guys, welcome back to the Art of Craftsmanship podcast. My name is Dustin O'Hara, and I'm here with my brother and co-host, Devin. Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Welcome back, guys. Sorry we missed last week. Um, you know, it was my, my wife's birthday, and things were uh, a bit crazy, like they always are, with uh, end of the summer things going on, but we are back. Devin, what do you got for us today? Oh, nice. <laughs> we're going to need that one. We're going to need a drink after this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Even the gardens of Versailles, left untended, will turn back to forest and once again be unremarkable. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know who came up with that? Uh... Um, Benjamin Franklin. Me. I oh, <laughs> nice. <laughs> I made up a quote. Nice. Because <laughs> I, for, I forget what I was doing, matter. but I was thinking, I don't know, Of I went to Versailles on my honeymoon, and then something came up. I was listening to something, and then, okay, well, I was listening to fantasy music. While okay. building this army, and then I was thinking of Versailles, <laughs> nice. and then I was thinking how if we don't keep up with our channel, it will become unremarkable. That was right. my thought. So then I was like, oh, maybe I can do it into like a fancy quote. Nice. Like, <laughs> like, you know, it's just you got to tend your garden, right? Yeah. Or it will yep. be overgrown. Exactly. And so even the gardens of Versailles will fall back into forest un unless tended. Right. And become unremarkable. Yeah, right. We don't want the mill. Yeah, we don't want our channel, and we don't want our podcast. Even though it's a lot of catch up stuff on the podcast, and we like to get people on so we can yeah. have a platform to chat with people that we want to chat with. Um, right. But yeah, we got a so a, c a couple things happened. We lost our sponsorship after two videos. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> they kicked <laughs> us to the curb, and they did. They have they have good reason because. Uh, listeners, take a guess of how many people signed up for Skillshare after two videos. I know after after all the asking that we did in the pleading, like just <laughs> sign up. You can always just cancel it. It'll give us the numbers. We had a whole whopping. It's somewhere between zero and zero. <laughs> <laughs> no one signed up, and no I mean one. on our yeah. part, I will say we started with two not normal videos on the channel. Which was building a right. toy or, box, yeah, to, and yeah, not necessarily not normal, just not our not our bangers, right? The things right. that we know do well, like 
axes and knives and swords and you know, yeah the normal axes knives bows yeah yeah the the, the big stuff yeah, bows, so that right. is on us but it just happened to line mm. up with those are the things we had those were the projects we were planning to do and we right. we and you do these ones in, in between the big ones just to keep it moving things need to get built anyway and right. you yep. never know we sometimes i think it might be unremarkable but you think well maybe it'll pick up on something and people want to see right. it like like the yeah um, like the like, like the, the barrel the fire pit yeah the fire Stuff. pit right exactly right. that was like oh, this is kind of cool let's build a you know a, a right. oil barrel fire pit i just wanted to build the fire pit and i thought it would look cool mm-hmm. and people loved it and you know and the leather like the chinese leather sewing machine you know people loved it and who knows yeah Right, so we got that. So we have to tend to our garden, and we and we've discussed yes. it about. Did we talk about last time what we want to do? We can talk about a little bit that. Just each month, there will basically be three yeah. or four things coming out. Right. Whether yeah. it, it'll be um, stories, couple lives, yeah, it'll right. be lives, and it'll be yeah. one big one. Yeah. Some so we're aiming posts. for yeah, we're aiming for a big video, a small video. And at least one live, and at least uh, one story. Hopefully, right. more than that. Right. So, so that I think that's what will that's what it'll take to get our channel back on track. And if if we do want to tend it, and we do want to make it into something a little bit more self sustaining, um, and you know, get sponsors again and stuff like that, I think that's what it will take to try to uh, wedge our way back into uh, maybe the YouTube algorithm. Who knows? Right. Yeah. And I think, you know, um, like you said, uh, Skillshare decided to not continue the, the next, uh, four videos that they, we had talked about. Um, and it's, you know, it's the ending quarter. It's the last part of the year. Right. So obviously mo- like most businesses, that last quarter is, you know, you're trying to figure out what you want to do. You're, it's like your last hurrah before next year. And you have to figure out where to cut costs as well. So, you know, Skillshare being the the monster that it is, um, not monster in the, the, the like the bad <laughs> way, but monster is like its size. It's it's huge. Right. And it sponsors hundreds and hundreds of channels. Right. So it's going it's looking at its analytics and there are people who are saying, OK, here's all of our channels. This is the bottom 30 percent. Right. Cut them off. Like yeah. they're not producing sign-ons, so they're gone. And then we have all these other channels we can reach out to and try them. Or like what our what our context said was, you know, let's talk again in a couple months, like in the beginning of the school, in the beginning of the year, right? Let's right. and look at the other platforms, look at the other sponsors within the platform that he was kind of repping for, and you know, maybe we can make a deal with somebody else. So it wasn't like <clears throat> you're gone; they never want to work with you again. It was, hey, you're not producing right now, so we're going to have to let you go in the the final quarter, and because we have to focus, you know, put our money toward people who are giving us like you know the signups yeah. which is yeah. which is fair right you know there's nothing personal they don't they don't care about us you know yeah and and you know we don't have any stake in the game to care about skillshare either you know it's like it's not like we know someone who's the ceo you know it's just it's another company yeah you know? yeah so i mean it so. is so i mean we'll keep trying to do those things um or we'll yeah. find a smaller company and hang their banner up and talk about them every like mm-hmm. I always love the home um, home improvement thing, like Binford Tools. Oh like, yeah, right. like we just have someone <laughs> that we talk about every episode, and they right. just give us yeah. a little bit. And we say, "Hey man, we'll we'll do every video we do for a year. You give us a certain amount, and we'll just 
just do it. Yeah, right. Yeah. But yeah, anyway, exactly, you, know, you know, we we yeah. we did the sponsorship thing. We made some money that wouldn't have been on the table before, so that's there and right. uh, we will start tending our palace of artificial craftsmanship. <laughs> yeah. And making yeah, sure Yeah, and that's the thing, you know, we have there is um there there's it's a balancing game for what the what you do as a content creator, you know. Do you just follow the algorithm and just do what YouTube wants to see so that way you can be successful? Or do you do what you want to do and hopefully the people come along and are there to support you, whether or not it's the algorithm or not? Now, that's a hard decision to make because anyone who gets into content creation is really eventually you're hoping to make some money, right? That's there's a, there's a goal there. It's a reason why you do something like why put the extra time in filming yourself and editing and putting it out there. <clears throat> if you're, if there's no return now, of course, like there's a return as in we part of the community and people appreciate it. And that's a huge part. That's the like emotional support that's there. But also there's got to be a return that makes it worth your time. Cause otherwise, why am I going to hang out in the shop with, Devin for a couple nights a week when I could be hanging out my wife or my daughter or, you know, like, like my immediate family, of course you're my family. Right. So I want to see you often, but, but like, you know, that's taking away time from our, like our immediate families and, and our other things we want to do. So there's got to be a return on it. Um, Yeah. So, yeah. So I, but I think our channel all along has been about, about all sorts of stuff, right? That there's some variety there that you're going to, you're going to come and you're going to see us make something cool, no matter what it is. Right. And it's going to be the craftsmanship's going to be there. And the, the level of um, production is going to be there and they're going to get something out of it. And there's going to be some learning. It's not just 15 minutes of just you shooting what I'm doing. It's me talking and walking you through some stuff and giving you some pointers and being part of that, yeah. like that shop community. Right. And so, um, the <clears throat> yeah, I the mean, unfortunate yeah. thing, like you said, is like we had two videos in a row that weren't our like you know aren't weren't the YouTube algorithm bangers, you know. So, <laughs> <laughs> unfortunately, yes. so I mean, yeah, it is what it is. So we'll keep working yeah. on it. Um, yeah, and we so that's yeah, that's that's one uh, one thing. One uh, that's our that's disaster. our disaster <laughs> story. We have another one. <laughs> which um, which one was so. that? That's oh, my yeah. bow exploding that's, on me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Right. How can I yeah. forget? <clears throat> I know. The most dramatic. Mm. F- fortunately caught on film, which we always hope. You know, anything that happens dramatic in the shop is caught on camera because it just makes good content. Um, yeah, so we're pretty far along in the bow making process, and we've shared this with everybody. It was um, We kind of talked about it. We're like, <clears throat> maybe we need to put this stuff up and, and let people know because then it'll hype it, right? And it has, right? So we've gotten a little bit of, of hype already based off of the, the bow exploding. And so we're kind of bringing people along with the process of now I got to start over from a fresh stave. And that's one of the things that was kind of nice about this project is that I had a stave already, like sapwood gone, you know, bark gone, sapwood gone, chased a growth ring, you know, so, and that's that's cutting down multiple growth rings down from the from the outside of the tree until you cut away the wood so you have just one growth ring that is on the entire outside of the bow so that that becomes the strength of the back of the bow the part that's facing away from you when you shoot mm. um 
So <clears throat> that was a great thing about that stave is that that was all already done. That takes hours of work and already out off the table. So we were able to like get right into shaping the bow and, and getting it down to size and kind of starting the tillering process really quickly. So we got to um, close to our final weight and tillering with just a little bit of touch up here and there. You know, I might have been able to pull away another like uh, five to seven pounds and gotten both limbs bending really even by tillering, which is just the process of removing wood from both limbs, the top and bottom until both limbs bend evenly. Right. Yeah. And so we were working on that, uh, on the time lapse and, you know, Devin was just usually what Devin will do when we're shooting a time lapse is he'll just shoot it in normal speed in case something like that happens. And like what, yeah. what you said was like, you're sitting there thinking like, okay, I've had a, you know, I got a good amount of time lapse. Maybe I'll switch it over into the, the, um, you know, the setting on the, on the ca camera yeah. that, that takes an actual time lapse. Like it takes right. a picture every what, two seconds or something. Right. Instead of 20 <clears throat> minutes of footage, it takes, yeah. yeah like you said, a, a shot every second, or you can set it for right. whatever you want. It saves right. a lot of room. In yeah. Your camera on your card right right yeah so you had that thought of like maybe i'll maybe it's time to switch over to just a regular time lapse and you know we'll see how it goes and fortunately you didn't because <laughs> i'm just pulling the bow back and and i was actually like so <clears throat> one of the one of the things you try not to do when you're tillering is you try not to pull the limbs any further than your final draw weight your goal so our goal with this bow was that it was going to be 100 pounds at approximately 30 inches which is my draw length so when we drew the, when you pull the bow back, when the string is back and it's back 30 inches from the handle, then it's a hundred pounds of weight. Mm. And so you don't want to pull your bow any further than that. So even when it's really high, um, you know, the limbs are really thick, it might only pull 10 inches. And if you hit a hundred pounds of 10 inches, you just don't pull past that because you don't want to overstress the limbs. Um, and you really don't have to pull to that final draw weight when you're tillering. You just have to pull enough that you can see the limbs bending and, right. you know, enough that you can see where they're bending and how they look. So so I'd gone back and forth between the bow up on the tillering tree, pulling it from a distance with the draw weight, looking at it, looking at the limbs, marking it back over to the um, to the vise, take some material off, tillering tree, vise, back and forth, back and forth. And so I was up on the tillering tree. I'm pulling it. I'm looking at it. I kind of determined well, the next part of stuff I had to remove, but I was like, well, let me pull it um, to fully out to a hundred just to see where I am at hundred, mm -hmm. you know? So I'm like, I pull it and, you know, it's like 24, 26, 28 inches, which is probably about what it was at that 27 or so inches at a hundred pounds. And I'm like, all right, I'll pull it out to a hundred, you know, cause I had pulled it like maybe seven or eight times, looked at things. All right, got my, got what I need to tell her. All right, let me pull it one more time, go to a hundred just to see how it's looking at a hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. And that was the, the last one and I pulled it and bam, the uh, top limb broke about a third of the way up the limb and just split right at a uh, two little pin knots. So there are two little pin knots that are probably about a half an inch apart, maybe three quarters of an inch apart on the limb uh, right next to each other. And that's where it let go. So <laughs> they both, they just, they pop there and, Ooh. And you know, it was actually pretty interesting to see the way the bow broke because it because it shattered along those growth rings, you know, like it broke on the pin knot and then broke the rest of the way through, and you could see the the different growth rings splitting and cracking. You know, it didn't the 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 belly side, the side that's facing towards you when you draw that that was still about maybe an eighth of an inch of wood that didn't snap all the way through, so it held on, but everything else just broke through, and uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so fortunately that was caught on camera. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. everyone will get to see the actual moment of disaster in the bow. Um, and, uh, yeah, you know, yeah. And yeah, I guess you uh, got to leave in your stuff too, your audio, because you were like, oh, no. Like, I did like, a little oh. bit. Yeah, yeah. I had like, oh. <laughs> and I was like, oh. and then, you know, like, oh, I'm still on camera. Okay. And I think the uh, only I thing like, I, <laughs> the only thing I asked, I think was like, how far did you pull it? So I wasn't sure how far it was because I remember. Th- I mean, I do have the. Yeah. F- I had the feeling. I mean, it's still always. I mean, I kind of cringe every time I see. Yeah, you know, me too. You pulled all the way back during it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of like uh, uh, constantly, and I was watching, and I remember thinking, "Yeah, that's really getting pulled far on this one." Right. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. was already half clinched, <laughs> like <laughs> clinched, uh, and then bam, <laughs> snap! Center. I was like, ah. Oh. Uh, yeah, that one hurt. I just kind of yeah. put my head down, and <laughs> yeah, that one hurts. Uh, now, yeah, now looking at the golden, the 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 silver lining, um, or at least the uh, the cup is half full perspective. Um, I hadn't done all of the you know chasing the growth ring and everything during this build, right? So we weren't that many hours into it already. Although I did that a few years ago that's that's like money in the bank that's already been spent right you know it's like i have no no like qualms about breaking something that i spent hours you know on it years ago um so that that was a little bit less tough because it's not like we had just filmed it all and shot all that and and like gotten to a point where we have to start off over completely now i do have to start over completely but i didn't have to start from the beginning the first time around so right and also you know the other silver lining is that's just bow making um you know bows break that's part of the process that's part of what makes a bow so fascinating a stick bow or a self bow that you can take this item that used to be a tree you know pretty close to when you end up using it you know it's a tree and then you cut it and you split it and you take the bark off and you take the sapwood off and you cut down into some growth rings and you shape it and then you can bend it and it will spring back to almost straight you can bend it like to a half circle (laughs) and it will almost spring back to completely straight um you know and over time it it can stay like that's just fascinating and you can heat treat it and you can shape it and you can move it and and it's it's that literal tension right it's under tension because it's being (laughs) stretched but the tension of like at any point you have this thing that is just wood that could break on you and that's yeah. you know there's power in it and that's the power that's releasing when you release that arrow you're releasing that power in the wood that's mm. it's like held inside of it and you're like letting it out so it's just a fascinating process and it like <clears throat> it excites me every time that I do a bow um and it's fun and the outcome is so cool like what a cool thing to be able to make this thing that can shoot an arrow and you know and and uh, yeah provide for you if you needed it to right um, um it's like one of the i mean it's the most simple mechanism you can think of pretty right. much i mean other yeah. than throwing a spear but that doesn't really do anything right there's a bent stick that can do this amazing thing and send a projectile right. um you know way more than hundreds we can do it on our own yeah hundreds of yards just from a stick just because you've formed it right Right, um, exactly. Yeah, you're you're releasing that energy that you can't. It's like yeah. the it's the most simple way to to uh, amplify our human energy, you know, because yeah. you could swing a stick, right, and then the speed of the stick <laughs> right. that's moving that's far away from you is going faster than the part that's touched your hand, mm-hmm. right? And you're 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 like releasing that energy, but you can't throw it that far, and then you just make this one thing, and and you use the power that's in it, and you release it, and it like you said, yeah, it shoots 
a thousand yards or you know like 500 right. 600 700 yards when you shoot something <laughs> we, that's, and we will find we out will, yes we will so so yeah so continuing on <clears throat> this will be like a super video mm-hmm. so not only did we capture breaking which is good it's fun content to watch yeah right yeah like it sucks, not many people you know, not to have to build yeah, it again but not many people capture no. bow breaking I was looking, I, I not like super hard, but I looked on YouTube. I was looking for bow breaking videos, and I didn't find any. Like right. I said, I'm not super <laughs> hard. I spent you know maybe 20 minutes kind of looking, and then and got distracted and ended up watching one of them. But <laughs> but there's so, a lot yeah. about like how to keep it from breaking or how to repair a broken thing. But yeah. and maybe we'll, yeah, and maybe we'll do a separate thing on that or a story yeah. or something like that, just of you like building up to it breaking. Right. But anyway, yeah. so that's going to be in it. Dustin is now all this week, and until he's done, like hopefully yeah. by next week we can start shooting again because I have mm-hmm. no ball games. Yeah. Um, yep. and so yeah, we can start again. Um, and then working once on we the get it done, yeah. yeah, we have a you, you got another bow you're starting and working yep. on, and a a date that we're thinking. Right. Hopefully, if this one stays together, that we're yeah. going to do a big shoot. Um, Epic. Yeah. Bow day event. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, do all the stuff. You like test it and shoot it and do all sorts of fun stuff along with the bow I'm making. But then also invite a bunch of friends to help us shoot for the day, but then have like a big shoot off with them as well. So, yeah. So that should be fun. Um, um, and if you if you follow along Instagram, um, either my stories or if you follow Devin on the, that, at the Art of Camera Guy, you'll see that he's been doing some awesome work making some uh <laughs> some 2d soldiers out of plywood and <laughs> like making all of our targets he's got a whole yeah. uh, whole arsenal whole army in his backyard scaring yep. the dog <laughs> I ju- <laughs> yeah i just finished the 10th right before we started this podcast and right Ten. after nice Ten. and Dang. right before right after the podcast uh, hopefully yep. guy's gonna come over and we're gonna start painting them nice um i got oh, a, awesome. a uh a red I got red, white, and gray paint from Home Depot today. Sweet, nice, like so, oop stuff, or you just got what was that they had, like the basics, whatever the the big a gallon of the cheapest stuff they had, but yeah, they still right. matched whatever a color and gray. So I was like, kind of a a dollish red, almost like a yeah. blood red, yeah, something yeah, that you might nice. think is it would be natural, you know, for yep. a, some mm-hmm. type of medieval thing. And so you know, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm going to do that kind of big. A couple red crosses, a couple big checker, yeah, you know, red, right. yep. like a couple of those, a lot of white, white sleeves, dark gloves, that type of yeah. thing. Yeah, nice. Um, That's awesome. Three of, the, three of the guys have a uh, a cloak, so I yeah. cut the wood at an angle in the bottom, like away from them. Oh, nice. Um, <laughs> so that those are the oh, last man. three. I, I, yeah. had, I, I had gotten good at it. You know, I knew exactly, yeah. so I was getting fancy. I was like, oh, I'll cut a cloak into the bottom, <laughs> and, like, I'll know where to paint, you know, the swoops of the cloth and where everything yeah. is, so it'll look like they're wearing a cloak, even nice. though it's flat. Um, but, yeah, it's been fun. Like I said, I've been just listening to uh, soundtracks of, like, <laughs> epic war and war epic, sound and just, songs. like, and just having fun, <laughs> cutting them. Out there making them. That's like So that's been fun. Yeah, I got 10 done, so we'll start painting tonight. And I'll put nice. a bunch of pictures up as we're doing it. Um, that's sweet. So you're, so you're just doing plywood, and then uh, um, can you talk a little bit about what you're doing? Like a little bit more about what they what they look like, how they're made and stuff? 
Oh yeah, so we got from um, uh, Nicole Dozen's wife. There, they had a they get crates of materials, right? So, and these right, are big yeah. wooden crates, and they got pretty thick plywood. Some pretty thin and thick. So yeah. like, there's a mix of it. Um, yep. A lot of the heads I made out of the thinner stuff. So if okay. you do score a hit on the head, it might just explode. Oh, which nice. would be awesome. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, so, so you have? Did you create like the body? as a main shape and then build onto it with all the yeah, different yeah, characters. Luck, okay. Luckily with a lot of that stuff, um, a lot of it was these long, what do they call them? Doublets or those long, heavy, thick materials that would go down all the way down to the knee. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that was the thick padding and then under chain mail and stuff if they had it. Right. Yeah. But a lot of that was just long, one big thing you could throw over, you know, they didn't have a lot yep. of pants and shirts. It was just a big, heavy thing that you would put on so yeah right that kept the whole body and and the and the hips and stuff so i just right. i yep. i actually used um my wife put her up against one of the big boards and just <laughs> sketched around her for general um proportions, proportions of, yeah right to get where the hips hit to cut in just a little bit and then yep. come back out down and you know th- wider shoulders and that type of thing so i made a bunch of those all different sizes and types yeah, um, and I made some of the guys bigger. Like, um, s- I, we have two people with like full helmets, like big uh, hardcore ones with like the crosses in the middle, where you can just see through that. And right, they're they're the biggest guys, and they'll have the axes, you know, like above their head. So they're right. going to be like the super crazy guys you don't want to fight. But then I made a king. I made two kings guard. Nice, and th- those guys are. A little bit shorter than the king because I didn't. I figured the king wouldn't want anyone taller than him, you know. Like, you right. know? <laughs> so they're they're pretty standard, and though both those guys, we're gonna need two really long swords for them. That's all right. they carry. Okay, just yeah. two badass long swords. Okay, uh, we need two big axes for the axemen. Okay, so I gave nice. sorry two swords, <laughs> two long swords, <laughs> two uh, two axes. battle axes. Okay, for the for the big huge guys. Yeah, um, and I will probably make the the pikes or the I have two guys with kite shields. Okay. Yep. Um, and they'll have the longer poles. Right. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then I have three guys with round shields, and they'll have kind of a shorter sword. Okay. So a smaller round sh- shield and short swords. Short swords. Gotcha. So and, okay. Yeah. So more like gladius type, you know, Roman yeah. swords as opposed to a long sword, like mm-hmm. a bastard sword. Gotcha. And those okay. are the guys cool. with the capes. So you know, it goes over their shoulder and over their arm, and then down to the side and, and below. Right. And then so that's the two pikes which you're doing, and then that, and then the king. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. So and I'm thinking people. The, right. Yeah. Two swords, two axes, three short swords, two pikes, and the king with no weapon. Yeah. Sweet. Maybe I should make him like a like maybe does he? No, I guess he wouldn't be a banner. Like he wouldn't. You you're, you're gonna do them on the no, pikes, no. like flags. What would he? Care yeah, about? I'll do flags on, like on the pikes. He he would. I feel like he, he would might just, like a scepter. Like I don't know. I guess he doesn't have to have well, anything. But he's his just arms are kind of as if you're standing straight out and your elbows out. Okay, so kind of like that, like a proud stance, like hands on the hips kind of thing. Yeah, a little bit. Not as far though. Like hands down at the side, but okay. you know, your hands never really go straight down. They're just, right. Yeah, your elbows, elbows are pointing out, out so. a little bit. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe I c- we can give him a a dagger on the hip or something. You All know. Right. Hold on one second, Dev. Yeah. Uh, hold on. 
see. And now we wait. Someone's there to see Dustin. Um, you know, I'll go into more of it while he's away. Uh, so I, I did the big one piece, which is nice. Like I said, I don't have to do any legs. And then I took just planks off of normal pallets to go straight down. They don't have any shoes or boots, but I figured uh, they won't need to because they'll be staying in a field, so that might cover that up. You just kind of want the general uh, silhouette of the guys. Um, yeah, and then Dustin's going to do the weapons. I'll probably make some of the weapons, but I think he'll cut out a lot of simple weapons. And then uh, we're going to do the painting tonight. So should be fun. I've been having a blast uh, doing it. I don't usually get to get out there and get dirty and use all my tools. So uh, it's been a lot of fun. He's back. Hello, all right. hello. I'm back. Sorry. Were you talking the whole time? I was <laughs> talking most of the time. I just explained a little bit more about Nice. Uh, doing the stuff, painting it. You're going to make some weapons for it, and then yeah, we'll be good to go. Right on. But awesome. it, it's going to be it's going to be nice. Yeah, we're going to set at first. We're going to set them out. You know, every hundred yards and see how far Dustin can shoot. Have yeah. them generally to shoot at, and then we'll get everyone together and shoot at. Um, kind of group them all up in a group of ten. You know, mid range yep. somewhere out there, a good long distance shot but somewhere where it's at, like you're shooting at a small group and we'll have some games and we'll have some prizes and money and things to, it, it's going to be a blast. So hopefully the last 15 or 20 minutes of the video will be that just yeah. a fun time. Everyone getting together. Um, yeah. And having yeah, some fun. It's, it's going to be great stuff. Yeah. I like you had, you had some ideas of like, let's make it, you know, let's make it fun and Bennett and like, um, give back to the people who have helped us, you know, like our, our brothers and our friends who have helped along the way for the channel, you know, so we'll do some, uh, some cash prizes, make yeah. it kind of fun, make it seem like, uh, like we had a few different ideas, but one was like, maybe on the, we have a bunch of guys, you know, a bunch of targets set up and we have our, all of our friends like shooting at them and each target has, uh, um, like a different amount of like, they all have like little bags of money attached to them. And, you know, depending on, who shoots which bag? It's a little random. Like maybe one has like twenty bucks in it. One's got ten. One's got five. One's got a buck. You know, so they can like they can get some cash and stuff for, for playing along. So, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. Fun. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, but yeah. yeah so, um, what else has been going on? I mean, we already have to kind of wrap it up. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. Um, some things I wanted to talk about. Uh, one of the things was um, yeah, right. Uh, well. That's fine. So I've been making all these like wooden swords, which has been super fun. Um, I made, I think four swords. I think it took me about five hours and that's including doing like the handle wraps and stuff. Um, for Corinne, for her birthday party coming up, she's doing a, uh, like a Percy Jackson themed birthday party type thing. So she wanted to have wooden swords for all of her friends that came. So I've been working on that. So that was fun, and you know it's fun because like now I'll be making some more wooden swords, but just flat versions of them for our our video <laughs> as well. I got a good yeah. uh, a good mind for all this wooden wooden weapons right now. And if I mean um, if you need yeah. if you need scrap, I've got so much of it. 
Yeah, yeah, right on. I mean, so many little chunks of plywood and, and yeah. you know, so many stuff that you could use if you wanted to, you know. Yeah, for come, like... Come for, come get a yeah. bunch or or just bring up... Yeah. I don't know what you would do. But anyway, you know. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see. Oh, I went uh, glass blowing today. That was fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's the, it's the last day of my first week back um, professional development side of... Um, of our teaching, like we come back for a week and then, and then the second week, which is next week is when students come back. So, uh, this last day we did kind of a group building thing where we all went to a glass blowing studio and, uh, got to blow some glass, which was really cool. Um, or at least got to form glass, right? We were working, obviously each of us was just like working individually with their, uh, teachers that do it and, you know, worked, walked us through these different small projects. So I actually made a, um, like a, stemless wine glass right so just the oh nice the glass part yeah and like three colors and glass and it cool like nice twisty stuff and but i got to like you know play in the forge and do a little bit of the like rolling the tube back and forth and holding it in the forge and then like helping to form it and stuff you know they work like it was maybe 20 minutes that i was with the guy so they work really they you know they work quick with you to get to get our whole group through but um but it was cool you know i talked to him a little bit that i have experience with fire and forges and stuff like that and you know and and so i was asking him a little bit more technical questions about like heating time and and like when glass melts and you know blah 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 like this different stuff so it's kind of nice to talk to him a lot a little bit different things about that you know about the glass blowing than what he was talking with everybody else i think there were like five or six teachers like rotating us through they could do kind of three people at a time and so it's kind of just this constant rotation when people would finish and pick it up so I was like watching a bunch of the yeah. other teachers do it, and then I did it, which yeah, it was really cool. So that's that was awesome. fun, yeah. And um, so that's it's like a different, um, it's another like aspect of a forging process, which is really interesting. You know, like working with something that reaches reaches a melting temperature really quickly, but it also um, can hold its shape, right? When steel gets to that part where it melts it melts it's liquid right yeah, it's going yeah. from like solid to liquid now obviously there's a there's a um a range in between when it's orange hot or yellow hot where you can forge it but it's not it's not like dripping off of your you know it's if it if it turns to drippy it's just drip to liquid you know <laughs> right. it's like it's going to hold its shape if you swing it around in the air unless you hammer on it right then it'll change shape so like glass being that much more liquid in that state it holds its form together and turns into this like you know, peanut butter and then into like honey, you know, so you're like holding it, you're spinning it and it wants to move on you if you don't keep moving. So that was super interesting. It was fun. That's sweet. And then last night, yeah, last one, night, one, one last thing. Uh, yeah. You, you guys came to the ballpark because we did. The yeah. uh, shop elf was singing the national anthem at Camden Yards. Yep. Yeah. With her, with, with her choir. She's part of the concert ch- chorus or the, uh, the, um, honors course and so they they sang last week um on uh saturday at the iron birds which is a minor league um for the baltimore orioles and they sang there they sang the national anthem and that was with like uh maybe like four or five thousand fans in the stands um yeah so we were at the iron birds and um you know, she sang there with her group and that was really fun but it was like it was a good step up right from like do it in in front of 5,000 fans where the stadium is one level, you know, and like, mm. and it's that kind of minor league and then step up to the real deal, right? Singing the, the national anthem at a pro game for 
what, like maybe 12,000 people, 15,000 people that were at the stadium. Yeah, it wasn't too packed, but it was a decent, De- yeah. yeah, decent crowd for Thursday. Yeah, so that was great, and she did awesome, and they sounded great, and you got to go down and see her on the field, which is cool, went out and, you know, snagged a picture with her, which is really fun. Um, and, uh, yeah, she did a great job, and then the Orioles kicked ass. <laughs> did yeah. it, had an awesome, not, not really, but, like, they, it was a great game. They, uh, they scored um, – the other team scored a run in the first, and then the Orioles scored a two-run home run in the first. So we were up 2-1 to one for most of the game, and then it was zeros up until, what, the eighth inning um, or something like that. And then um, the White Sox uh, scored a run to tie it, and then they scored another run to take the lead at 3-2. to two. Um, So then in the ninth inning um, – what's the second baseman's name? Something with an S. Stowers, 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 yeah. So He's new. Rookie. Yeah, we just called him up. Yeah, yeah, brand new, no homers. You know, only a few hits, and uh, he gets. You know, he's up at bat. He's got two strikes, two balls. It's two outs in the inning. He's the last person. He hits this like pop fly, almost gets out, but then um, it's the guy drops it instead of catching it like in the foul territory. Yeah. yeah. And so he gets another go at bat and he hits a home run, a home run with like two, <laughs> out, two strikes, two outs last, basically possibly yeah. the last pitch of the game. He that's hits great. a home run, that's, ties it up. That's the oh. best. That's actually why my voice is a little bit, uh, a little yeah. bit sexy today. Oh man. Yeah. The crowd, oh. you guys were I was loud. Going yeah. It was awesome. So like he hits a, hits a home run, ties the game. We go into extra innings. No, you know, Two two awesome innings by uh, Felix Batista, who's like the, another rookie closer or whatever rookie pitcher. Dude, how'd, awesome. how'd you like how do you like the Batista yeah, dude, show? Awesome, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. So they had like all the lights in the stadium all like flashing on and off to get this like dark light, dark light, boom, boom the yeah, strobe like when he's this, coming out. This, boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, it was so awesome. That was great. I was like, oh man, this is great. I was like, that's impressive how much light they cast. And when even like a quarter of them are off, it's like dark in the stadium. You know, yeah, it's nighttime. It's so. great. And there's certain oh, rules great. like you can only do those lights for so long from right. like yeah. when they come out onto the field to like basically they touch the mound. You can do that because yeah, you yeah. can't interrupt the other team, you know, if they're warm up right. pitchers and whatnot, that type of thing. But you can do it for a little. We just started doing it. I mean, everyone just started doing it. Once you got LED yeah. lights as well. Because yeah. the old lights, you could not do that. Right. I mean, they, they took 10, 20 minutes just to turn on. So if you turn right. them off, they, they weren't coming back on. They were done. So, <laughs> but now with these oh, uh, awesome. huge LED lights, you can do all these crazy things. So Yeah, if you imagine like a strip of LED lights that are like, say, 100 feet long, and they're they're going, they're lighting up from left to right and right to left, left to right, right Ooh, to like, oh, uh, yes. like Kit from... Uh, What's that? Um, yeah. Uh, from, uh, from Knight Rider. Knight Rider. Back and forth. and It was so awesome, <laughs> man. It was great. Yeah, so hyped him up. He came out, pitched two, like, lights-out innings. And then in the, the 11th, we got the uh, the walk-off single, and it was awesome. Yeah. The other thing that I didn't realize was that they, they put the runner on second. So they, like, automatically start with the runner on second yeah. and get into extra innings. Yeah, that was one of their, their things to try to help things. speed up the game. Yeah. And it yeah, actually does. Cool. It, it helps a lot for extra inning games because I haven't had one since that happened that's gone over, like, 12 innings. And we used right. to have them all the time where they just kept going and going and going. You yeah, 14, right. 15. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. but Yeah, I bet, man. But that was cool. It surprised me because – like we we almost got one guy home, but there was like a hit down third base line, and oh, then, that was know, their third yeah. baseman jumped and threw him and got him out of him. Just barely got him out of home, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. how did the guy get the third? He, I was like, "Where did he come from?" Yeah, <laughs> no, he yeah. shouldn't have. You know, he shouldn't have ran anyway. You got to yeah, wait. Right. Those. There's no yeah. reason to jump on that. But anyway, right. Um, 
yeah, it was yeah, great. It was great. I was, so su- we went great we went game. And, yeah, really proud of Corinne. It was nice to get a picture on the field and see her and yeah. give her a hug and talk to her yeah, for a sec cool. before she went. That was really nice. Um, yep. But yeah, so recommendations. What do we got? Um, I have a recommendation. This is Daniel Donnelly from at Donnelly Brothers Metalworks, and I think I've recommended yeah. him before. But um, Daniel's an awesome dude. He actually is currently doing a uh, a daily challenge where he's splitting wood every day um, and just doing a reel of him spitting, splitting wood, and he's going to do it for uh, an entire year. And so on day 13, he used my axe. So if you look back in his reels on day 13 of 365, he uses the AOC axe that I made for him. And then on day 15, which I think was yesterday, he used your music from Pushing yeah, Giants in his uh, in his track. You know, so like the music for the reel is the Pushing Giants. So if you guys want to hear uh, a little bit of Devin's band, you can go <laughs> check out Daniel uh, Donnelly's. Uh, that that was reel. definitely surprising, but really cool. I was like, oh Did, man. Did he like he didn't contact you to get that? I music, I don't did he? know. I don't know exactly. We might have told him. No, I like, mean hey, like I, I but no no. It was you I didn't mean, send it's him everywhere. Music. Yeah, that's no. awesome. Right? You can. I, I mean, pushing that. giants is everywhere, so you can use it on yeah. anything. But that's awesome. Yeah, that was that was awesome. That, so that was really yeah. nice. Of him. I got to write something to him. That was cool. Yeah, yeah, that was real cool. So yeah, but, so check out uh, Daniel Donnelly. That's at Donnelly Brothers Metal Works on Instagram. Yeah, and I'll just say I watched, um, or my recommendation is the House of the Dragon. Yeah, I knew you were going to do that one. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was great. It's really yeah. good. Yeah, did you nice. watch it? You watch, did no, we I haven't did watched you watch it yet. Oh, man. No, we talked about it. Oh, that's I, right. We I've did. actually that's been rewatching right. the whole series, so I'm on like I'm on season four right now. So I'm going to rewatch uh, the whole series and then and then watch that. So, Oh, man. It's it's really good so far. Um, yeah. There's this birthing scene that's pretty rough. So maybe, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Caitlin, my wife, had a tough time watching it because it was, like, mm-hmm. pretty... If you've had any issues or your yeah. wife's had any issues with, like, having kids, right, right. it might, you know, I guess, uh, what do you call it? What's the woke right. term? Uh, it might be... Um, trigger. Trigger warning. Yeah. Trigger warning. Because yeah. it's a little rough. But, gotcha. but um, I mean, it's still, it, it is what it is. And it makes, it it works for the scene in the show. Right, yeah. It's pretty Trauma. rough, but... Yeah. Um, Man, all the actors are great. Really good. The money they put nice. into it, the comparison, I'm not spoiling anything. They have like a tournament in this, in the first yeah. episode. And it, uh-huh. Just kind of like they used, they had the tournament in the first or second episode of the first season of Game of Thrones. Yeah, right. That little like King's Feast tournament thing, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. The jousting, which yeah. was super disappointing when the first season when I first saw because in the book it was this huge, like, week long thing. Oh, right. <laughs> in the, in yeah. the show. With the back when they didn't, yeah. Yeah, yeah, back, yeah, back in the, the, yeah. In, the, in the first season, they didn't have any money, you know, so it was like two rows of people and like a tiny right. jousting. Like, what? Yeah. What is this? Yeah. But For the, this yeah, first right. episode, they show the money that's behind it now. It's like oh, this nice. huge, in the middle of King's Landing, yeah. you know, these huge, I mean, it's just everything's great it's nice so well done but so there you uh, go that's awesome sweet awesome all right well we're gonna wrap this one up because we both have things to do i did send out an instagram post letting people know that this would be up by six so it's five o'clock right now on friday and it'll come up within the hour um mm. thank you everybody so much for listening sorry we missed last week but you know we, we try to get out here every week if we can and when we can't we can't and you know and we're happy to be here when we are here 
So uh, if you if you are following along, head over to Instagram. You can follow us both there at the Art of Craftsmanship and at the Art of Camera Guy. And uh, head over to YouTube and check out our videos, check out our channel, um, subscribe if you haven't already. It makes a huge difference. Let us know what you think. Put it in the comment. I try to respond to every single one. That's um, you know that's actually like if it's a question or if it's a, you know has some type of like some inquiry there I try to I try to respond the best I can and as soon as possible so but you can always send us messages on Instagram too send me a DM send Devin a DM and we'll try to you know get back to you or answer your questions on here on the Art of Craftsmanship if you have something so on the podcast but you can also support us on Patreon so if you want another way to support us and you're looking for something and you're going to spend your money somewhere else if you, you might as well help us and support us in what we're doing you can head over to patreon.com forward slash the Art of Craftsmanship and you can support us there for I think as little as like two bucks a month or something like that. So mm-hmm. we have a pretty, uh, you know, just a little bit here and there. It helps. It really, it really makes a difference. So for those of you who have supported us, those of you who are supporting us now or ever have supported us, everything that anyone has ever given is above and beyond what is needed. So we really, really appreciate it. And uh, and you know, it all goes back into the channel. So. That's it, everybody. Thank you all so much for listening. We will be back next week. Episode 99 is next week, and then the following is episode 100. We're going to do something fun. Hopefully, I'll have a guest next week. I don't have one in line yet, but I have a few that have already agreed that they want to join us at some point. So have a guest next week, and then we'll come be after that with uh, episode 100. And uh, that should be a fun one. We'll see. We're going to do some, some, some cool stuff. So everybody, cool. thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you next time.